0: Still playing for a spot in the Sweet 16, so as sound off begins, we know you could be a little distracted. Right Murph? Murph! Murph we're on. Murph! Will someone at least someone at least start the open? What, what the heck's going on? Come on!
1: from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears, featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off.
2: Hello, we're here. Iowa State out. Iowa out. You and I. On the ropes, uh, Keith Murphy, John Sears, welcome to Sound Off. Kind of in a unique position tonight. We've never had in our 18 years of Sound Off one of our teams playing in the NCAA tournament. As we go on the air, the late game, the late game, and let's check the score here. I think Northern Iowa in some trouble against Louisville. We have uh, we've seen you and I try to move it a little bit closer. Right now, it's eight points, and John, that seems to be about where it's stayed for quite a while here. The Panthers will make a couple of buckets, get a stop, but then Louisville answers.
0: It doesn't feel to me like you
2: yeah. and I is going to advance either.
0: Every time you feel like you and I is going to make that run, get it down to 5, get it down to 4, they just can't seem to hit the big shot. We've got about 3 minutes left in this game. So, barring a big comeback here, the State of Iowa could be done in men's basketball.
2: Oh, man. And for a while there, we we thought we could have Ugh. two teams. Or who would have thought Iowa State would be the first team out? Sound off survey. All things considered, who had the most successful men's basketball season? Top to bottom, thinking of all of it and Everything. what you think it means. Boy, I could, I could argue on behalf of any of these three. What do you think? Vote at whotv.com. Slash sports, click sound off on the tab, or you'll find it right there on your screen. And you can call sound off live right now. Lines open for you hot takes 515 282 9010. Gonzaga ends Iowa's season. Hawks couldn't stop the zags, and Iowa didn't have its usual size advantage. Still, That's a good season for Iowa, 12-6 in the Big Ten, and most importantly, a tourney win for the first time in 14 years. Aaron White finishes as Iowa's second-leading scorer and rebounder. White says he belongs with the Iowa greats. His stats and senior stretch run agree. The most relieved man in the tourney tonight, Steve Alford. (laughs) Alford didn't want two days' worth of questions about the ugly end at Iowa, even if Alford continues to pretend everything was just dandy. The Panthers give many Hawk and clone fans a backup team. It's hard not to cheer these guys. They're mostly Iowa kids, and the Cats look like they're having fun. That comes from Ben Jacobson's vibe. Unlike many coaches, Jake enjoys the journey. Long winning streak, fun. High ranking, love it. NCAA tourney, enjoy. Although he did get mad once tonight. A frustrated Fred Hoiberg did not have fun Thursday. Less than a week after one of Iowa State's all-time magic carpet rides, the Cyclones played somewhat joyless. They forgot the fun. No way the Cyclones should lose to overmatched UAB, but that's why we love the tourney. Show up strong or learn a hard lesson. This one will linger, but it doesn't erase great memories. More than a few Hawkeye fans enjoyed the Cyclones losing and vice versa. That's schadenfreude and the subject of what's bugging Andy. The big dance rules, but too many timeouts. The end of games drags on and on. Uh, the and I game will probably end at 1 in the morning. If we wanted to see people stand around, we'd watch baseball. And how can you not love Tom Brands? Right <laughs> after a Hawkeye pin... Brands was asked by an ESPN reporter for his reaction. Brands said, pancake, we like pancakes. Bonus points are the syrup on pancakes. John, who doesn't love pancakes?
0: I love pancakes. pancakes. I love them. I made them this morning. You put chocolate chips in them, and they are delicious. Pancakes. I think Iowa took another small step forward this season in winning an NCAA tournament game, but the loss to Gonzaga is a little disappointing. I didn't expect Iowa to win, but... I also didn't expect them to get blown out. The Zags were flat out better and it showed. Fran will have a challenge replacing Aaron White and Gabe Lashaney. I think Iowa State had a good season which included a Big 12 tournament title for the second straight year, but this season will likely be remembered for that first round flameout against UAB. There's no way around it. The loss to the Blazers is a bad loss. UAB might have missed out on the NIT had they not won the Conference USA tournament. This team was 16 and 15 in the regular season and had no business beating Iowa State. But we've seen upsets like this happen. Unfortunately, Iowa State was on the wrong end. The good news, the Cyclone should be a top 10 team next year. Two weeks ago, I said the Hawkeye wrestlers would not win the NCAA tournament. I was right. Now, I could sit here and gloat, but anyone with an unbiased set of eyes could see Iowa was faltering down the stretch. Many Hawkeye fans were upset with me that I said Iowa would not win the title. How dare I pick against the Hawkeyes? Look, I went to Iowa. I enjoy seeing the Hawks have success, but I'm not going to be a cheerleader when that's not my opinion. If you want cheerleading, go to the school's website. If you want an honest opinion, I'm right here. All right. Good job, John.
2: Here, here. Let's 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 get that going. Um, Northern Iowa, down nine. It just Uh, doesn't feel like like, the Panthers are going to catch up. It's kind of like the
0: Iowa game where you're waiting for that big bucket to get over the hump, and it just doesn't seem like they could get it. Just over two minutes to go, so that game
2: should be done within an hour. Uh, Let's get to the lines here. Eric is in Des Moines. Eric, the Hawks uh, lose by 19. Really bad matchup for Iowa. But what did you think of the season overall?
0: Yeah, I thought they were pretty good, but they had their off days and their their good days. But today they just didn't show up to play. I mean, they need to get it together.
2: The, yeah, Eric, this this feels like one of those games to me, John. If they played Gonzaga ten times, kind of like Wisconsin, uh, Iowa playing Wisconsin, I I think the other team wins it nine times. Could Iowa win one out of ten times? Maybe, but this was a this was a matchup problem, and Utah and White didn't get enough
0: help from other players. Iowa had to play the perfect game to win this game and when your opponent shoots 62% you're not going to win a whole lot of games. Gonzaga shot the lights out Man, they were hot. Iowa only got contributions from White and Utah. Gazelle was there kind of on and off, but they needed everybody. They needed Peter Jock, They needed Woodbury. They needed Ola Shaney and they just didn't have enough to match the Zags.
2: Let's go to Becky and Bondurant on the Cyclones. Uh, Becky, are you still stunned by what you saw Thursday?
0: Well, I don't know if I was stunned, but what was their strategy? I but, mean, what, what
2: You like... you you don't know if you were stunned because I, I, of all the things I considered, Iowa State losing to UAB was not one of them.
0: But it was like every play was to George on, Niang. I mean, is that – what kind of a strategy was that? <laughs> well, well, he's – He's the best player on the he, team. Yeah, he's, he's the well, – Yeah, the... but he makes 20 points a game. You're not going to win with 20 points a game. Where were the – where was the other people – Getting involved in the game, I mean, I don't get what Fred Hoiberg was thinking. Well, I think you could say no one showed up. It, I mean, Niang struggled, but, I mean, who else played well? forcing
2: some shots. Outside of Matt Thomas. Uh, yeah, Matt Thomas kept yeah. a minute for a while. I was just surprised, especially, uh, Becky, because the Cyclones came out and took a 10-2 to lead, 12-4 to lead. Uh, UAB was wobbling. You could tell they had that look in their eyes like, I don't think we can play with this team. And then Iowa State took uh, took its foot off the gas. UAB grew more confident. The youngest team in the tournament beat a team that had no business being within 15 points of.
0: Well, I hope the way Fred Hoiberg learns is we have to have defense to go past the second round. And rebounding. I mean, he has to get that someday. Yeah. All right. Thank you. You can't uh, re- get out rebounded by UAB no. by 15, as I mentioned. This team was 16 and 15 in the regular season.
2: John, let's let's just call it like it is. UAB wanted it more. They, they did. played
0: with more heart they and did. desire,
2: and that's why the Blazers advanced and then got thumped by Steve Alford's UCLA team that didn't even belong in the tournament. Uh, Todd is in Altoona. The wrestling uh, Hawkeyes finished second at the national championships. Iowa State had an individual champion. Todd, what did you think?
1: I thought it was fantastic. I'd like to give a shout-out to Corey Clark, a number two All-American, and Willie Miklas, a number seven. Kind of shame on the register for calling him respectable. Getting to the Iowa High School Wrestling Championships, that's respectable. Being a two-time state champion (laughs) and an All-American, that's fantastic. Yeah, All I I have to say on that, and I'm looking forward to seeing Alex Meyer from South and Spoke Wrestle next year now that we got rid of uh, a guy who won't take a takedown the whole, the entire
0: tournament.
2: Yeah, good to see uh, the, the local kids do well. I wouldn't say shame on the register. Uh, Chad Lystico and, and Andy Hamilton had like wall-to-wall coverage and did a good job.
0: Yeah, Corey Clark. Uh, he'll be back there next year. I think he was—he was a surprise to maybe get there into the finals. I know he was the three seed, but I don't think a lot of people expected him to get there. Good season for him. I think an overall. Well, if you're asking Tom Brands, it's a disappointing season for the Hawkeyes. They expect championships, individual and team championships.
2: Pancakes, I like pancakes. We all like pancakes. Time pancakes. for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges. Wow. Uh, Iowa's Allie Disterhoff with, uh, with black hair. She doesn't even have black hair in this picture. It doesn't matter. She's a dead ringer for actress Maisie Williams of the great Game of Thrones, according to Jennifer in Des Moines. Old Spice, this is a match, right?
0: Wow. Man, that is, sisters.
2: That's unbelievable.
0: Sisters, right? Wow. That's, a, that's a Hall of Famer.
2: Uh, Andrew in Irvandale says, ISU's Bryce Dijon Jones looks like Empire star Terrence Howard. This, this could be a, another match. I like that one too. Wow, nice job, guys. Way to go.
1: Coming up next, Cyclone fans, if you're tough enough to be watching this show tonight, then maybe you'll be smart enough to listen to my advice for you. Next, in What's Bugging Andy.
2: Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Bruce writes, no complaints, the Zags. We're simply on another level. Iowa had a great season was finally able to get that tournament monkey off their back. You always want more, but this team delivered
0: what this program needed going forward. Lynn writes, this was an overall great season for the Hawks. They were left for dead at six and six, but made a great run to the end. Let's not overlook this class of seniors that have helped turn this program around. Good things ahead.
2: Northern Iowa uh, down 12 with about a minute to go. The, the Panthers are also going to exit. We've gone from the potential of a couple of sweet 16 teams to everybody's gonna be out.
0: Remember when the it was, second man, week. this is the best year of basketball in the state of Iowa.
2: Yeah, Just, it's, it's not it's lasting. Uh, you may have noticed some Hawkeye fans enjoyed
0: Iowa State's loss to UAB. Andy noticed too, but is that what's bugging
1: Andy? Guys, they say it can take up to eight years to complete a doctorate's degree. Well, I've been studying the Cyhawk rivalry for 15 years now, so call me, Andy Fails, Ph.D. I know exactly how each side will react to every win, loss, coaching change, player transfer, and news release. I can tell you how they'll spin good news into something bad, how they'll spin bad news into something halfway good. I can decipher every backhanded compliment and smell every piece of smack talk coming from a mile away. Huh. Stephen Hawking has cosmology, and I got the Cyhawk rivalry. I don't care if you're 103 years old and have watched every game ever played. I'm Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting. I didn't go to your <laughs> schools, but I can ace your toughest test with a mop in my hand. Heck, I could teach the whole class. Obi-Wan Kenobi can pull the blast shield over my eyes, but I can still see it. Hear it, smell it, feel it, screw the force. I know this rivalry better than Detective Alonzo Harris knew the street. (laughs) King Kong ain't got on me. A lot of I say all of this now because the rivalry I know so well gained a new milestone on Thursday, an occasion that will be remembered and referenced by both sides for decades to come. A mighty Cyclone team fell hard, and there was no way to spin it, no way to hide the pain. From here on out, every Cyclone fan old enough to bear witness will have to answer for that loss and try to pretend it doesn't still hurt. Iowa State might have smoked the Hawks in their own gym, won the Big 12 tournament and landed a much higher seed in the big dance, but they did nothing with that seed and they know that that's all that matters in the game of the Hawk Smack Talk. So, Hawkeye fans pummeled them with haymakers and roundhouses and all the Cyclone fans could do was stand there and bleed. Well, to all those who've cleaned themselves up enough to watch this show tonight, I'll reward you with my expert advice. Next time, take the high road. When the Hawkeyes fall in a big game, when you beat them on their home field, when they have a player arrested for something substantial, or just plain look bad in front of a national audience, don't take liberties. Rest assured, there is always a next time. The next time you're absolutely certain that you have seen Hawkeye fans act in a way that Cyclone fans never would, zip your lip. Even if everybody else does the opposite, you can rest easy knowing that none of the inevitable payback will apply to you. That's sage advice and it absolutely goes for both sides of this rivalry. But you know what? (laughs) I know you won't take it. After all, I know you too well. I'm Andy Fales, uh, Doctor Andy Fales, <laughs> and that's what's bugging me. Yeah,
2: you know, fat chance, Doctor Fales. March sadness continues. You and I has been eliminated by 13 points to Louisville. Mm-hmm. Who's in your five? And more live calls on what you saw this week. Next, you're watching Sound Off live. If you're just joining us, uh, Panthers lose to Louisville, 66-53. You can always follow us on Twitter, at SoundOff13. Nick tweets, disappointed in the way we played, not the loss. Worried about when Gazelle, Woody, Utah, and
0: Clemens leave next year. Jason says, great season when some didn't think they would make it this far, and they did. Future is bright in Iowa City. Josh tweets, good step,
2: however, I fear a step backwards next year. Not sure what is coming in, talking about the Hawkeyes.
0: Heiberg tweets, as an ISU fan, starting to wonder if the Big 12 was really that strong this year. Tough four days. Yeah, it got better today, though. Two, two teams Oklahoma through, and West Virginia yeah. kind of salvaged what was disappointing to start with. Kansas did lose, though.
2: Who's in your five greatest NCAA tourney players? Number five, Patrick Ewing of Georgetown led the Hoyas to three title games. Mm. Number four, Bill Russell, San Francisco, led the Dons to two national titles. 57-1 record, and the lane was widened. Because of Russell. Number three, Bill Walton, UCLA. Two titles, 44-point game on 21 of 22 shooting. Number two, Christian Laettner. Uh, We all hate Christian Laettner, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Two championships, leading scorer in tourney history. And number one, Lou Alcindor, UCLA. Three titles and the only man named the most outstanding player three times. Three. That's unbelievable. Let's get to some more calls. Phyllis is in West Des Moines. And Phyllis, uh, you have something to say about something overlooked so far, and that's that the Iowa women are the last team standing. That's correct. What would you like to say about the Hawks as Lisa Bluter gets that monkey off her back? As she said, she gets a team to the Sweet 16 for the first time. I think it's great. She deserves all the uh, respect and attention that the uh, girls receive. And now, thank you, Phyllis, and now Baylor. So, ooh, pack a lunch because it's going to be hard.
0: I'll tell you what, uh, they're going to be pulling out that Baylor-Iowa State game film because the Iowa State women beat Baylor, so Baylor is beatable. Yes, Uh, beat beat. Baylor Ames. in Ames got routed got at Baylor, but this game is in Oklahoma City. Uh, it's going to boil down to defense. Iowa can score with any team in the country, but sometimes they uh, they lack on the defensive side.
2: The threes fall. Iowa will have a shot, and congratulations to the Hawkeyes' last team standing. Kenny Inutumwa, disappointed in the Iowa State loss. Did you see it coming at all? I mean, did you have any concern at all about UAB? No, I didn't. And I might be too old and conservative for this, but I'm a graduate of Iowa State, wife is, we have a son that is, but when I've seen players show up with dyed hair for the big game, it makes me wonder if the coach was able to keep their minds on the big game. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, they did. They did uh, dye. He's, pa- he's their referencing
0: hair. Monte Morris mm-hmm. and Jamil McKay, There's right the there. Kind of yep. got the uh, the gold tips, frosted tips. Uh, it's probably th- just this day and age, players. I mean, players. They're they're all they're all a lot more about the fashion now. So you, you yeah. dye the hair, you get some tattoos. You, it. it I, I don't think it was a huge deal.
2: I don't know that that impacted rebounding, which uh, really hurt. But yeah. it, it was a disappointing effort from Iowa State. Not ready to go. Um, for whatever reason. Ready to go at the jump at the start. 10-2 to start. Couldn't hold that lead. Barton Urbandale, uh, you got a shout-out? Who are we forgetting?
0: You're forgetting Drake University.
2: Did Drake have a team in the NCAA tournament that I've overlooked?
0: No, but the women
2: made it to the... WNIT. You, there was no TV, no right.
0: radio, no newspaper. Right. There right. was probably radio, wasn't there? Their there, local th- radio station? I would Rick think Silvestrini? Rick Silvestrini. Yeah, on the there's call. Yeah, there was probably local radio uh, there.
2: Yeah, and the, and the UNI women also yeah. made the WNIT. That wasn't on television And that's, d- that's a step forward for the Drake
0: women's program. It's it kind of like the Iowa men slowly taking steps to that next next level.
2: Pretty hard to get the WNIT noticed this week. They might want to rethink playing those games yeah. up against the men's tournament. Uh, he won a national championship and knew exactly what he wanted next. That's part of Face Off on Sound Off. Emails to sound off at WHOTV.com. Your show and every other outlet never comes close to even hinting that Fred could do a better job. I would just like Fred to be treated like the rest of the coaches in the state, down double digits in five straight games at the start and losing to a mediocre UAB squad as a three-seed. Can't just be on the player, so please, and I know it's hard, can someone dump
0: some of the blame on Fred Hoiberger? Casey. I do like those Hoibergers. Those Hoibergers are good. Sucks getting your teeth kicked in the last game of the season, but the Hawks didn't stop fighting despite refusing to execute, and dang it, this season was a hell of a lot of fun. As for Iowa State, it's the NCAA tournament, and beep, happens. That's from Shane in Marshalltown.
2: A little perspective. Aaron White, Gable and Josh Oglesby came to Iowa after an 11-win season. They leave winning an NCAA tournament game. It's been a slow rebuilding process, process, but we've
0: seen improvement every year. Good point. Ryan and Joaquin. Time for topics we haven't hit yet. We call a face-off. Iowa State's Kyvan Gadsden yes. won the national wrestling championship last night. Gadsden lost his father, Willie, to cancer just a few years ago. Almost quit the team, but stuck with it, and now the ultimate payoff. Great story. Inspiring
2: story, and in so many layers. Uh, Gadsden burned out and quit, as you said, mm-hmm. but he recharged. He came back focused and won it all. And I love that he wanted to celebrate by eating some <laughs> ice cream. It's a reminder, these wrestlers are disciplined, but they crave junk food just like the rest of us. Difference is, they usually resist. Oh,
0: that ice cream is good, too. Oh,
2: man. We
0: saw a photo of him today. DQ. Yeah, like five different kinds (laughs) of ice cream. ESPN ran a stat that Lisa Bluter was the only coach in the country to lead teams to 15 NCAA tournaments and never reach the Sweet 16. That's hard to believe, but good to see that fact blown up. I was stunned by that fact. I didn't realize she didn't get a Drake team
2: to the third round, either. It finally set up well for Iowa, and now here comes Baylor. It
0: won't be easy, but it should be fun. should be a lot of fun. Kurt Warner is one of Northern Iowa's most famous alums. Good to see Warner wearing Panther purple in Seattle. Yeah, he he did it again today. No one
2: says publicly why the relationship between Warner and UNI football appears strained. Maybe it's as simple as a two-time NFL MVP. Can't believe he had to sit the bench for three seasons. But regardless, this is a good sign. It's good
0: to see Kurt wearing the purple again. He's famous alum. Got to yeah. get him on your side. SMU coach Larry Brown says Kentucky would make the NBA playoffs. Is he right? He couldn't be more
2: wrong. What a joke. College basketball stars often sit at the end of NBA benches. Players on this year's Kentucky team might be a great NBA team in three years, but right
0: now would be the worst team in the NBA. Not sure Kentucky would make the NBDL playoffs. There's a lot of good players That's in that good league, point. too. A year from now, Des Moines. Des Moines yeah. will be hosting the first round of the NCAA tournament. That'll be something. We've wanted this for a long time. It will be
2: exciting. And imagine if we, if we have what we had this year, five teams in the NCAA oh. tourney, two more in the WNIT, and three teams Brilliant. in the NCAA wrestling championships all that weekend. We need a bigger staff.
0: Man, I don't know how we cover it all.
2: Selldorf <laughs> survey, all things considered, who had the most overall success this season? Cyclones, Hawkeyes, or Panthers? Cyclones leading the way, Big 12 tournament title, a three seed, and finish ranked number nine in the nation. 60-second sound off. We'll start with Sandy and Ames. Sandy, uh, the Iowa State basketball upset. What did you think? Well, honestly, um, I would have predicted that. What? uh, Can you hear me? Yes. No way. You you would have predicted Iowa State was going to lose to UAB?
0: I would have, and I'll tell you why. Okay. They, They... they were a team that demonstrated throughout the season that they had an inclination to relax, to lose their intensity and their focus. All of that
2: is true. I still didn't blind, think they could and lose get to blindsided,
0: UAB. And get blindsided when they shouldn't. And they, they have amazing players. They're fun to watch. I think they're fine people. Clearly, they love each other and play together well.
2: But that was the Achilles heel for this team throughout the entire season was What's their Ability to sustain their emotional passion from the start of the
0: buzzer to the final buzzer and to maintain their focus at all times.
2: And, Sandy, you've taken us to the buzzer. We're Uh, talking about UAB here. Okay, come on. But but still, she makes good points. How many times did we hear an interview with a Cyclone player after Iowa State had lost to a team it shouldn't have lost to saying – you know, we weren't ready. And and we'll fix it
0: next time. Yep. And, uh, yeah. That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are too. We leave you with the Sound Off send-off during Happier Times Friday. Fran McCaffrey celebrates Iowa's first tourney win in more than a decade. Big high fives for Herky, the band, and all the Hawkeye cheerleaders. Iowa's done. Everyone is, except for the Iowa women. Have a good night.